0: it's almost friday a hearty welcome to one and all to episode 26 of the confessions of a not so dangerous mind podcast if you've decided to spend a little time with me this evening on my youtube channel don't forget to click like smash the subscriber bell or if you're joining me for the audio version of the podcast whether it's on spotify itunes or the other platform please if you enjoy the content click like And subscribe so my single favorite historical figure ever muhammad ali i've talked about him on a few of the podcasts already my favorite person to ever work in the movie business clint eastwood i've already spoken about multiple times but my second favorite person to ever work in the movie business i've only mentioned briefly and that would be the austrian oak Arnold Schwarzenegger, former, what was it, seven time, IFBB Mr. Olympia, 1970 to 75, and then he came back controversially, won it in 1980. And my kind of history with Arnold, I don't really have a history, like we've never met or anything like that, and the same with Clint. This is all uh, appreciation from a distance, like so many, uh, so many of us. People that we adore, even though we don't know them personally, they may turn out to be uh, assholes, right? Uh, but I was a fan of Arnold before I got into fitness. And when you have a figure like that, I feel like he means something different to different people depending on when they became a fan. But I started to follow him Um First movie of his that I saw was actually *The Terminator* on uh, HBO. That would have been sometime in 1985. And other kids uh, in Mr. Fink, Fairfield Elementary, 84, 85, is so a long time ago, uh, were talking up this movie. They hadn't seen it in theaters, to my recollection, but um, they were saying the phrase, "I'll be back." And another phrase, my old pal Greg Lee, one of the funniest people I've ever met, he used to walk around. We're ten years old, and he used to walk around going, fuck you, asshole. He used to just do it all day. Hopefully the teachers wouldn't hear him. But he would just walk around and in that kind of flat, mildly European accent, fuck you, asshole. So the Terminator was my first uh, experience with Arnold uh, as a fan. And certainly his performance if you want to you want to call it a performance he doesn't do that much emoting but as an emotionless killing machine literally he's amazing now i did know that he had, he had been a bodybuilder and i knew that you know he still had a certain look well, he was still in his 30s at the time but i wasn't thinking in terms of oh i wish i could look like that guy or, or anything i i was i was still too young and I continue to be a fan of his movies, even though my physical condition did not in any way match the kind of lifestyle that a person like him, even on a much lesser scale, I'm not talking about competing on the international stage, I I mean being a healthful, or even as a child striving to be more healthful. I didn't do any of that or have any of that. Now, to this day, you're going to be surprised by this. I've not seen either of Arnold's Conan the Barbarian movies. I never thought that the topic was interesting. I just... A big shoulder shrug. And I did not see Raw Deal until COVID. Hey, look what's on Netflix. You know something? I've never actually seen this movie. It's not that great. But I will say that having Arnold play a a guy named Mark Kaminsky, it's very inspired casting. You know, it was up there with... uh, with Jack Palance playing Fidel Castro and talk about crazy casting. You know, that that was another one. But Mark Kaminsky, Arnold really, that's not a believable name. They could have come up with something else. But they didn't. And the movie is just okay. So Terminator 1, big fan. And I don't think I saw, I didn't see Commando until the 90s. I still considered myself a fan because of the Terminator, which I watched every time it was on HBO. And he seemed to be, he had the kind of personality that I responded to because I watched him on talk shows in that time. And I was kind of vaguely aware that, you know, he married uh, somebody connected to the Kennedy clan, which I thought was crazy, but it didn't. There was no Google in 1986. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger married into the Kennedys. Oh, Maria Shriver's mother, Eunice, was JFK's sister. Oh, and her father, Sergeant Shriver, started the Peace Corps. Twelve-year-old me did none of that. I didn't ask anybody. I just, oh, he's marrying somebody connected to the Kennedy clan. It meant absolutely nothing to me. It was just, okay, it was a point of fact. They brought it up. And I remember pictures of the wedding. I thought it was weird that he had a crew cut. I said, that's ridiculous. He looked huge. But why would he have a crew cut, get married with a crew cut? Well, the reason why he got married with a crew cut is he was shooting Predator at the time. Now, Predator, I did not see in theaters. I saw it on video pretty soon after it hit video, like early 1988. And I absolutely, unabashedly loved it. It was a movie that, once it hit HBO, I taped it. And similar to Die Hard, like a year or so later, I watched it over and over and over. And even though I didn't necessarily have a ton of friends, wasn't the most social individual, I would walk around, if it bleeds, they can kill it. You set us up, this is all bullshit, all of it. The cabinet minister would go around doing lines, you know, from the movie. Um, but I watched that film 15 times in the year of 1988. And then I saw The Running Man. The Running Man was one of the, so there are certain movies, that HBO, Cinemax just kept playing over and over and over and over and over and over and over. They just, they never stopped playing certain movies. Cocoon, someone out there is laughing right now because they remember that Cocoon was showed more than any other movie by HBO in the mid to late 1980s. It was on every month, Cocoon. The Running Man was another movie that HBO and Cinemax which we got at the time in Massapequa. You know, Dad, as he would say, yeah, I'll be a sport. We'll pay extra to get extra movie channels. He, He was kind of a character when it came to that stuff. He'd always say, I'll be a sport. I must have watched The Running Man 20 times. $200 on Richards, $200 on Richards. I choose Ben Richards. That boy is one mean motherfucker. One of the first times I heard the MF word in a movie was that old lady with the great, late great Richard Dawson, my favorite game show host of all time, Family Feud, playing Damon Killian in The Running Man. He's so good in the movie. And that old lady that is supposed to say, well, I think Fireball is going to get the next kill or Captain Freedom. I choose Ben Richards. Top 10 movie moments from the 80s. That boy is one mean motherfucker. Excuse my French, as they say. So by the time of let's say it, late nineteen eighty eight. I was as big an Arnold fan as anyone. And I actually saw Red Heat. My dad took me to see Red Heat. It's kind of one of his one of Arnold's lesser films. Um he almost plays a Terminator type character, even though he is Soviet. You know, someone calls him a Russian and he immediately corrects him. Soviet. Uh he and Jim Belushi made a good team, I thought, and the movie is entertaining. A terrific character actor, Ed o. ross you know, plays one of the heavies. That was a guy I'd <laughs> he was in lethal weapon would you find this guy psychos are us he was the guy with the, the famous mr joshua scene where gary Busey, where the guy burns his arm <laughs> yeah well, uh, of course i smoke yeah joshua that's right yeah okay mr joshua okay i didn't see twins in theaters you know i'm 14 going on 15 i don't exactly have easy access to just Walk three miles to the nearest movie theater, because by that point the um, the theater on Sunrise Highway, there was the old uh, UA Massapequa across from the train station near where you know Route One O Seven. That theater was gone. I believe the last movie that that theater had. Here's a little trivia for you: Tucker, the man in his dream, Francis Coppola, uh, Jeff Bridges stars in the story of Preston Tucker, U.S. automaker who had some innovations that were decades ahead of their time. And what happened to him? The big three did what? They gave him the old middle finger and they ruined him. Good movie, though. But I had no way to get to the movies. There wasn't anybody to take me to the movies. So I didn't see twins until video. And I loved that movie, too. I was as surprised as anybody that Arnold could be funny. Now, people who knew him. And now when you read accounts of his younger days and how quickly he learned English, and he was so so sharp that he learned how to tell jokes in English very, very quickly. He just, some people have the magic, you know? Clint had the magic, Arnold had and has the magic. But I saw the movie Twins, loved it. Another film in heavy rotations on HBO and Cinemax. I watched it every time it was on. DeVito is hysterical, Arnold's great. Um, (laughs) Everything in that movie just cracks me up, you know? Five? I could do better than five right here. (laughs) To be though. So my kind of Arnold fandom was continuing to to grow. It's like everything he did, because again, Red Heat, I thought was very entertaining. It's not on the level of most of the movies that are acknowledged as, oh, that's an Arnold classic, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Arnold classic, bodybuilding show, which is named after him because he created it. I didn't see an Arnold film in theaters between Red Heat and Terminator 2. I wanted to see Total Recall. Total Recall, like that was a time, the summer of 1990, I had a little bit more freedom of movement, but I still didn't have a driver's license. I was only 16. And I didn't feel like walking all the way from 131 St. Mark's Place to the Sunrise Mall, because that would have been the one way that I could have seen the film, realistically didn't have that many friends. It's not like people are saying, hey, we're going to go check out that Arnold movie looks great. I didn't see it until it premiered on Showtime and the movie channel. And not surprisingly, I loved it. I was absolutely blown away. And I think that even on my first viewing of Total Recall, I put it ahead of the original Terminator. like this movie is a fucking masterpiece. And you know, by that point, I had started doing a lot of reading about movies. I'd started to build a pretty impressive library of, of movie books and um, magazines and stuff like that that I was interested in, but I love Total Recall first time through. And I didn't actually, well, I don't really think it was a dream. I didn't, I didn't get into that part of it, but just as a sci-fi actioner with some pretty sick practical and visual effects, what a great movie. And this is one of those films, if anybody tells me that's my favorite Arnold movie, okay. Because there are plenty of people who say, what's the best film that Arnold you know ever made? Total Recall. No problem. Most people will say Terminator 2. No problem with that either. So I was still not healthy. I had not begun my fitness journey. I was just a huge fan of this guy. Now, if somebody said, would you like to have muscles like this guy, or would you like to be as, as fit as he looks? Because even in a movie like The Running Man, where you don't see his body, you really don't see it at all. You can tell that the guy is, is yoked, you know. And of course, Predator—he's just fucking jacked. He's so jacked in that movie. And then we had this—we had this running gag at Bev's for years. <laughs> the running joke was Carl Weathers. That was the most impressive that Carl Weathers ever looked in a movie. He is even more dialed in, bigger, and sh- more shredded in Predator than he was in even Rocky IV, where he looks. Incredible. So the joke was, you know, that famous uh, where they where they do the, the what seems to be a handshake and they do the air arm wrestle, you know. What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? Yeah, that scene. Weathers is dialed in, but when he is standing next to the future governor of the Austrian oak, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the joke at the gym was, this guy looks like he never touched a weight in his life. And we kept joking about it and then it that became a thing where we would say it about other people Where, you know, like jay cutler would come in and somebody would say you know he doesn't look as big as when he won the olympias and another guy this guy looks like he never touched a weight in his life so sorry i'm doing my david letterman where i'm laughing at my own stories and jokes um i saw terminator 2. On its opening day I want to say it was either July 2nd or July 3rd of 1991 and there was a huge buildup there was a lot of chatter before the movie and Arnold famously went on the talk shows and gave away the secret with James Cameron's blessing as far as I know uh, where he basically in this movie I played a good Terminator and I thought that was incredible I remember watching the trailer and the trailer doesn't quite give it away, but now that we know, it, it certainly gives a lot of hints. But I remember watching the trailer saying, I don't think they're going to do the same thing as the first movie. I think they're going to figure out a way for Arnold to survive. Now, I almost got that right, but I did not say Arnold's going to be a good guy here. It didn't, it didn't click. And I don't think that many people were, were thinking that when we saw the trailers, which were phenomenal, by the way. Um, but when I found out he was going to be a good guy. I was overjoyed. I didn't want to root against Arnold Schwarzenegger. I thought it was an incredible twist and a great idea before seeing the film. And then when the reviews hit, almost everybody loved it. There was one critic who I like, Richard Corliss of Time Magazine, who thought the film was a disaster. Even as his fellow critics were coming out of the screening saying, what a fuck. He just didn't like it. It didn't work for him that's the way it goes so i saw the movie in florida fort lauderdale uh lauderdale lakes area there was one movie theater just off oakland park boulevard grandpa nat may he rest in peace uh this was the same vacation that the story that i told in the last podcast about losing my shit watching the movie marathon man on vhs and that that incredibly funny scene in the middle of a suspense thriller just out of nowhere but we went to the first screening, it was a morning screening, I think it was a Tuesday. And I, right away, this is the best movie I've ever seen. And Grandpa, who was not really a tech type of a guy, he was he could work with technology, but he didn't understand it. Like, if you if you told him how to do something, he would always be able to do it. He loved it. He had seen the first one, because they used to run it on even the, the channels that had commercials. He was familiar with the first one. So he saw Terminator 2, with me he like he didn't think it was like the greatest movie ever i thought this is epic this may be you know better than die hard whatever it was i was saying at age 17. grandpa just liked it a lot when i got back from florida i talked my dad who was an arnold fan he liked predator i think he actually liked the running man more than predator but terminator one he he had seen a few times and was a fan so i asked hey i this movie's amazing can we go and yeah, okay, because normally he, he's a guy who loved movies but didn't go to the movies that much. My dad, may he rest in peace as well. Um, so we went, and we went to a theater, which is now the Equinox Gym on Jericho Turnpike in the Syosset-Woodbury area. It was the UA Cinema 150, and they had not, like, remodeled it yet, uh, but it, the sound was very good in that theater. And we saw it, and me seeing it a second time, I enjoyed it just as much. It played just as brilliantly on, When this was a bigger screen, I should point out, with better sound. The one in Florida was kind of like bargain basement cinema. This was real. And they, they had all of the special uh, sound effects. Uh, I think it was in surround, stereo surround, whatever it was called. But the sound had definitely been enhanced from the first time I saw it. So, huge fan, Terminator 2. And I hadn't seen Kindergarten Cop. I didn't, again, there's so many things in my life that I look back and I say, I don't understand what I was doing there. So I was already a huge movie fan. I had an opportunity to see Goodfellas. Goodfellas, in its initial theatrical run, 33 years, don't want to go. I had an opportunity to see Home Alone. No, I don't want to go. I had an opportunity to see Kindergarten Cop. Meh, don't want to go. So I saw a Kindergarten Cop at home when I had rented Terminator 2 so that my mom could see it, and I watched Terminator 2 for the third time. And I, I like Kindergarten Cop. It's not great. It's good. It's not great. Now, the interesting thing is, to me, I hope to you as well, in between Arnold's next film, that is when I started to take steps to become healthier in between terminator 2 and last action hero me at the time of terminator 2 i was about six feet tall and about 215 and i hadn't touched a weight in my life by the time of last action hero i was about 180 six foot two six foot one and three quarters and fit as a fiddle 19 years old now i didn't really like Last Action Hero the first time I saw it. It was just okay. Oh, and I should point out, Terminator 2 was one of the biggest box office hits of all time up to that point. The Running Man was not really a huge hit. Red Heat wasn't a huge hit. Kindergarten Cop was, massive hit. Predator was a big hit. So by the time of Terminator 2, Arnold had really connected, and he was probably the biggest star in Hollywood. Last Action Hero, was not the movie that in much the same way that Blade Runner was not the movie that audiences thought they were getting and it bombed audiences thought that last action here was going to be something other than a satire, a farce, a comedy with action elements, but not to be taken entirely seriously. And a rare case of a movie where the villain plays the material straight in a film that's supposed to be funny and it works. Charles dance for me, that is one of the best villain performances. Even though the movie is technically a comedy, he's playing it like Shakespeare. Man, that guy is a good actor. People certainly now know him from Game of Thrones, among others, but that guy is a dynamite actor, and he is great in that movie. So Last Action Hero is a film that I now love and adore, and I've seen at least 10 times, but it was so out of the box and so different, it didn't work for me, but I had, started to identify with Arnold just from the perspective of wanting to be fit and healthy and where fitness and health is always on your mind. It doesn't mean you don't have cheat days or that you don't enjoy your life, but it means that you're always aware. And uh, you know Arnold had a restaurant back then called Shatsy on Main and uh, there was a story that he used to, you know, he'd schmooze with the guests when he was around and go you know, interact with people and nowadays they'd be snapping pictures like crazy. But there was a story that um, he was a guy who ate a lot of oatmeal in his bodybuilding days. And he loved raisins with his oatmeal. And the story goes that every once in a while, he would see an unsuspecting diner, and he would bring a little packet of, like, SunKissed raisins with him, or SunSweet. And he would just sprinkle raisins onto their oatmeal. And if they would give him a look, he'd say, cannot have raisins without oatmeal, or whatever. Um, but he. He was someone who was still in phenomenal physical condition in that in that era. And I saw True Lies with my dad my sister on opening day. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And when I say it's one of James Cameron's weaker films, that's not a criticism. Because that guy has knocked out one out of the park after another. True Lies is a really, really good action. Movie. It's not Aliens. It's not even the director's cut of the abyss. It's not Terminator. It's not Terminator 2. Or Titanic. But it's really good. And you know, like the last movie of what would be considered uh, Arnold's prime, Eraser, another film where now he was he was about 50, 49, uh, 48, 49, going on 50. And even though he had slimmed down, that guy still looks dynamite. You can still see his his arms are probably 19, 20 inches, even in that movie. And he's wearing like tighter clothing. You can still see and he's in really good shape. So But that's the last film of what could reasonably considered Arnold's prime. He had some health issues. And when he came back uh, with End of Days, it's just okay. I mean, it's funny. It has its moments. You know, Arnold, one of my favorite moments of his entire career in a movie that's just okay, where there's all this talk in End of Days that the world's gonna end at midnight, the world's gonna end at midnight, the world's gonna end at midnight. Okay, what, what do you mean the world's gonna end at midnight? No, the world's going to end at midnight don't you get it and arnold as only arnold can he gets real serious and as rod steiger in the scene with him he goes so the world is going to end at midnight is this eastern time yeah it's going to end at midnight eastern time his his career never reached the heights his film career that is that he had previously and you know someone like me There were certain projects i wish he had done he he wanted to do sergeant rock for joel silver it never happened and um there was a movie with ridley scott called crusades that didn't happen um it's it's unfortunate i I think that that's the movie that ridley ended up um making in later years i don't remember the name of it but there were like different different cuts of it but he the those two guys wanted to work together i think orlando bloom was in it if i'm not mistaken uh but those guys wanted to work together and it just wasn't in the cards. So when he came out with Terminator 3, which is now a number of years later, and he did the sixth day, which was not great, collateral damage, not great. And, you know, it no longer became appointment screening for me. Still a huge fan of the guy. And I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was great that he ended up becoming the you know, governor of California. Um, and then when he came back, again, audiences changed. Things change, society changes, and it's not impossible for an older guy to still be a huge star. I mean, look at Harrison Ford. I mean, he's five years older than Arnold. Uh, Sean Connery was still rocking and rolling you know, into his early 70s. But in the case of Arnold, he, he slowed down. He, you know, he had the scandal, um, and the Netflix documentary, I can point out, is a fantastic documentary because they don't soft pedal his missteps they don't make him seem like, oh my God, he's the greatest guy ever. They do have appreciation for the fact that this small boy from Graz, Austria, whose father was a Nazi, whose brother committed suicide because the father was such an asshole, wanted to make a better life for himself here, and did it. Warts and all, the good, the bad, and the ugly of his life is in that documentary. It's in three parts. And part three, a lot of it is just dumping shit on the guy, and he's not running from it. I give him credit. He, there was a lot of painful stuff that he had to talk about there. He could have said, I'm not, con-. no. He, he took his medicine, as they say. And even though certainly physically, he doesn't look anything like he did. And you know, his pal Stallone still looks amazing. Um, but as we've said, Stallone is insanely intense when it comes to his diet i'd be willing to bet that sly is still eating you know 1500 calories a day tops that's just what he does you know drinking a lot of coffee so he doesn't feel the hunger pangs arnold enjoys his life but fitness is still a big part of his life and and he's he's the og he absolutely helped to expand the sport of bodybuilding and fitness in general there's no question about it and not all superstars are going to have the career arcs of a Tom Cruise, of a John Wayne, or of a Clint Eastwood, who, you know, even when Clint slowed down as far as acting, he's still turning out movies that are getting Oscars and nominations, you know, films like American Sniper, which he just directed, and Sully with Tom Hanks, which was one of my father's favorite movies. He must have watched that one ten times. Huge Hank fan of both guys, so, you know. But Arnold's life Arnold's career from bodybuilding to the movies, to politics and beyond, we can say it's one of the great lives. For all the negatives, it's one of the great lives of certainly our generation, the generation prior. And um, there's really not much, not much else to say. I will always be a fan. You know, I can't imagine him doing anything so outlandish that was like, yeah, uh, fuck that guy. But I did, it, it was different when I got into fitness, and then reading some of the things that he said about diet, about health. You know, in the old days, uh, people say Do you drink milk, milk is for babies, I drink beer. Um, but all of the puns aside, all of the laughter aside, I'm, I'm honored and grateful and happy and proud to be a fan of his because he has, to me, he's conducted himself in a way that I would want to in similar circumstances that when scandal hits, you don't run from it. When something catastrophic hits that you were part of, that you did, you don't run. You face the music. And unfortunately, a lot of life is dealing with negativity and facing the music. And Sometimes it's not of our own doing. But being able to stand up when it's time to and not turn and run, I think it's a bit of a metaphor for life, you know? And with that, Episode 26 of Confessions of a Not-So-Dangerous Mind podcast has come to a close. I want to thank you all once again very much for joining me. If you are joining, have joined me for the YouTube version of the podcast, don't forget to click like, smash the subscriber bell, or if you listen to the audio version on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or Google Podcasts, if you enjoy the content, please click like, and subscribe. I'll be back with episode 27 real soon. And given the guy we're talking about, just repeat that. I'll be back. Take care.